0: Greetings, listeners. This is Termination Shock. Hello, my name is Greg Stolsey. I'm Lachlan Siddarshan, I'll be playing Henry.
1: And I'm Jose Garcia, and I will be playing Stanley.
0: And welcome to. Termination Shock. This is, I think, our eighth episode. Yeah, it is. I do not have a cool name for it yet, because it's always helpful to see what actually happens during the game before deciding on a title for it. Uh, let's see, What did I come up with one for uh, yesterday's, I think I'm, or yesterday's. The last session, I uh, think I'm calling House Hunters Interstellar.
1: That sounds good to me. That's right. beautiful.
0: Today is actually our ninth session, GM. Ah, uh, because one oh. was character
2: generation and stuff. But. Yeah, That's if dynamic. we're counting that. If we're not counting that, then it is all right.
1: Session all right. zero. All the numbers work out.
2: Everybody has a different schema. I'm not judging. Uh, I like titling my episodes too. I also like to do it after the fact. You sound a little judgy,
0: but all right. Uh, I wants, sound a little judgy. It's, it's just how my voice sounds. I'm sorry. Uh, who wants to do a recap of what happened during Home uh, or during House Hunters Interstellar?
1: Would you like to go this week,
2: Lachlan? Sure. Sounds great. I think you did it last week. So um, let me think. Last time uh, we picked up immediately after the uh, talent show. And we had spoken to uh, Slu and explained the true nature of our targeteer practicing business. She was um, predictably shaken, and I can't say that I blame her because we reacted in pretty much the same way. We had a lot of feelings about that. Um, we went our separate way from her and were herded onto the larger space station in one of the concentric rings with gravity that was more appropriate for us. So we packed all of our stuff and took our our contacts with us. Um, before we headed over, uh, our SPIV contact, what have you, um, Linkpack said, can you smuggle me over so that our alien overlords won't have a uh, record of my passage or my fingerprints or what have you. And we we said, yeah, because, I mean, obviously that's going to produce the most interesting story. So uh, we uh, got him on That's why the, you did it. Yeah, I saw you making fun of me on Twitter saying, like, our PCs are doing the tried and true trust whoever you to. <laughs> Listen, it has never RPG. gone wrong. <laughs> and I know that that's a bad idea out of character, but I want to see what will happen, because I think it'll be exciting. Like, I know that he's not trustworthy. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's what you were doing. No, I just think that he's trustworthy and that he won't screw us over. Come on, man. Uh, (laughs) My guy thinks that. Um, But we got him over without incident. We did some scouting for different apartments. We looked at uh, two of them, and then the third one was just right. It was in the basement of the area, and it had a uh, small crude replicator that we had planned to use for personal gain um the Jeanette said uh, hey this looks exciting i can make some tools and some panels and some machine parts and stuff and link revealed that he was the spy um and he claimed to be doing it to um Stay in contact with his daughter on Earth, who was an uh, ex-human or whatever it was that they're called Exe, I think. Mm-hmm. Ex- and yes. he does not want the Earth to be destroyed, and we are in agreement with him on on that point. Um, but he has been leaking information to Earth because he wants to stay in contact with his family. That was what he had told us, and he was I believe him. I mean, that sounds plausible and also even if he's lying about that aspect of it, his other points are still kind of valid. um, He was concerned that the um, coalition of different aliens had considered Earth a threat or something and might damage it, so he wanted to keep them in the loop as to their planned activities, I think was his rationale for why he was leaking information. So... I think that either we had or we're going to say, hey, um, they have the power to destroy planets on a whim. If they wanted to kill everybody on Earth, they would have done that already. The fact that they haven't means that they don't think that they're a threat. If you get past the termination shock, they're going to change their mind. So don't, don't shoot yourself in the ass. I'm pretty sure one of us or the other said that to him. If not, then it was definitely um what I was going to lead with next. And yeah. that might have been the hanger that we left off on. In, I'm not I can't really recall. I'm I'm sure that you have me. it in your notes whether you did or not, GM. Do you remember, Jose? It,
1: we did we did mention that. Uh, yeah. we also had like I uh, Stanley that. also came with up with the idea of maybe we could prevent a possible conflict you know, basically if because yeah. of course we're in the unique position of being the best alien collaborators in the universe. Yes,
2: yeah, so our name will be uh, synonymous with the trail of our species in a thousand years. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so the the so Stanley has a plan that maybe there's something we could try to pull off so that the he even though he doesn't like Earth, it's it's very clear that he's he's been kind of touched by the story of a man trying to contact his his daughter, and. So he's thinking that maybe there's a way that the heat can die off on Earth, so they can just go off and be Earth people, and we can go be cool space-traveling people with our space farms.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty into that. I mean, out of character, I think his, like, Sandman-type story about his sick daughter or whatever is super shady, but I mean, I feel like in character, I don't have a reason to doubt that. And also, it might be not true, but there's not really anything implausible about that. People do have relatives on Earth. Um, so yeah,
0: I, I like your idea. I think we should try that too. Okay. Uh, so that brings us up to the present. You guys have settled into, well, not really settled into, you have squatted at, you have, uh, staked your claim on this area that was not constructed as part of the space station, which... Again, it's not uncommon. It looks like this thing has been growing at a, at a without a plan. That it's remember the the William Gibson book where the people living on the bridge just started building stuff on the Golden Gate Bridge until there was a whole sort of lawless mini city. Yeah, that was Neuromancer. Yeah. I think right. This has something. The the whole station seems to have something of that aesthetic from what you could see coming in it was clear that it has grown very irregularly. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the rings on it, it looks like it started out as, you know, a ring on a central axis or maybe two or three rings. And Mm -hmm. then another whole ring was added to keep the whole thing balanced. But that at some point people started sticking stuff on the ends of the rings or the interior Or on the shaft itself and the whole station stopped being balanced on its own and started having to artificially balance itself. So as you were coming, you could constantly see this symphony of jets of different types, you know, blue fire and gas releases and, you know, weird glows, all going off in no particular rhythm just to keep the station stable. That's so, so interesting. Okay, cool. Now, now it's a mess. Um, I love Shadowrun, and it's it's orbiting a sun um, in a system. You have n- you don't know what the name of your system is, or what language it was named in, or, or anything about the history of the station. Uh, and I haven't made it up yet. But uh, okay, then we won't ask. Thank you for letting okay. me know. <laughs> next time. Next time. Um, but it is clearly, it, it has to be thriving if it is so, uh, you know, if there's so much pressure to grow it that people are building onto it without bothering to think about what that's going to do to everyone else on the station. Mm-hmm. So the area you're in is adjacent to one of the um, the airlocks that spaceships can land in, and it's sort of built in the angle where that that sticks out from the ring like uh, a corridor, and you're built in the angle between the ring and the corridor. so it's pretty big space it is okay. uh, it's got two floors. the bottom floor where the the fabricator is is far enough out that the gravity gets kind of, kind of crushing and, you know, not, mm-hmm. not physically dangerous, but enough that you would take a penalty to actions you take down there or to some actions, because it's just heavy. Uh, mm-hmm. the floor above that, which is slightly larger, it still has that heavy feeling, but isn't, you know, isn't penalizing. It's just a little uncomfortable. And then okay. if you, the floor up from that is the floor of the external ring, which is 1G, which people who grew up on Mars find, uh, you know, you'll get used to it, you suppose. Mm. Uh, the other traits this room has is, or this space has, it is cluttered with all kinds of junk and gunk, and it smells awful. Hmm yeah, that's, it's not great. There's, you know, there are these weird organic smears. There's, there are things you don't know what they are, but you're oddly certain they're trash just from the way they're piled. Uh, and yeah, it's, it, it, there's that, that unwholesome smell. So that's, that's not great. Uh, and it, when people are fleeing for their lives, very few of them think, oh, you know what I need is cleaning supplies. So the whole station, you know, you, the trip was pretty long and you guys were getting manufactured soap. So you have some mm-hmm. soap that you could use on your, your dishes and yourselves, uh, if you have enough water, which you don't know how they dispense water, uh, or how to get that. But do we have the way. formula for
2: it to put into our replicator? Um, yeah. Or fabricator, or whatever it's called.
0: Well, you don't know how to use the fabricator. You don't. You don't have those. Oh, processes. right.
2: Yep. Does um, Jeanette? I I feel like she said she did. She, she had made yeah. some hand tools and crap. Remember, like she made some armor plating and such.
1: Yeah, she trained on one of those, so she knows how to do it. We don't.
2: Yeah, she's gonna probably be. Be around because this is a lot more space than we need, and she had expressed some degree of interest in using part of it as a as a garage or workshop. So I'm I'm pretty sure that that Stanley would be into that, and I don't really have a reason to object. So that's an option. I I, I noticed he mentioned soap. So was this any of the soap that was being dispensed by the the exactly. soap cartels, or was this different soap?
0: Eventually, the soap cartels got broken and you're not sure what exactly happened to that. Cause you weren't paying attention. You've been, you've been busy, but the power, the stranglehold, my best efforts to
2: get involved in the economics of the, the SOPEC. <laughs>
0: SOPEC. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, SOPEC's, uh, monopoly was broken and, uh, you know, just for, for phrasing, for, pointing that phrase, uh, clearly you were paying attention enough. The agent who negotiated the settlement was Aruna uh, Hussein Ramirez, and she got her buddies the sleeves to agree to release some kind of thing to humankind that you're not sure what she got, but For for but in return for whatever it was she she got them from the aliens they agreed to give up their soaps so that everybody could print soap from the matter printers okay great (laughs) alright and as you, you you spend an uneasy first night sleeping in the upper chamber on your matter printed blankets it's cold in there too you do not have any kind of heater. So the three of you, you, Eli and uh, the brothers and Eli kind of huddle for warmth, uh, Mm -hmm. and get up the next morning, eager to get out of your stenchful space and find out what's going on. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so you emerge. Um, you're not sure after, you know, finding you this space, um, your companions, who was with you, was Jeanette go- walking around looking at places with you?
2: Yes. I think she was. She was, yes. Okay. When, when we saw the replicator, she's the one who explained what it was, because we don't know what they look like. Right. So, um, and Slu was with you, too. Yeah, because we had talked to her, and then she said, I'm going to follow you around and help you find some place. And she was the one who said, don't be Arna's neighbor, even if you don't have... Uh, personal vendetta against her.
0: She's kind of just the worst. And we said, okay. All right. Uh, which is ironic because she texts you that she wound up taking the place next door to Aruna. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. I didn't want to get in the middle of it. Uh, you
2: know,
0: their, Jeanette, their, their dynamic is just great. I love that. Jeanette is way down near the generators um, in what, has, what they're starting to call Makerville. Mm -hmm. So, but she's complaining about access to the fabricators being pretty limited that, uh, there are still, uh, those big sleeve worm guys coming over to use them. And they're the ones who know how to do it. Uh, meanwhile, all kinds of humans are trying to use the fabricators, using tutorials they've found on their Ansibles and are just screwing it up left right and down the center and so she's like I could actually make something out of these but I don't have any time on it until you know I I couldn't I didn't get signed up until this evening for only a one hour block Mm -hmm. so she's complaining about that okay
2: that makes
0: sense Alright, so do you guys have any particular plans that uh, I'm going to be ruining? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, right.
2: before before we get into like what dreams of ours you're going to break today, I'm going to ask for what new powers we get.
0: Oh, yeah. So, each of you can get a... You can pick between a new intellectual hit point. Okie dokie. Okay. Uh, Jose... I went for fail-safes this time. Cool. Uh, If you want a fail-safe, you can get a blue fail-safe for when your gravity fails. Uh And what that is is unpredictable, which means if you fail to do something and your gravity dice is the lowest die, on your next round, if you try something different, you get a plus one bonus to your best die. So... What this means is that being unpredictable works to your advantage because your your enemies can't see what's going to happen next. Okay, oh, hey, um, With a nice simple intellectual uh, hit point. Right. Uh, Lachlan, you had a question.
2: I have a clarification question. I, ha- I happen to actually already have Unpredictable. Right. Um, I have in my notes that you add plus one to your D10. So do you add it to your best die or always to your D10? Always to the D10. Oh, wait. Okay. That which was what I which was is on. your
0: best right. die?
2: Um, well, it is. it happens to be my best die, but I just meant like if somebody had picked a different um, class or whatever I guess the term would be, would yeah, it, it be their d10 to would be even force it d10. Wasn't there?
0: Okay. To make it distinct from the failsafe I'm offering to Hen- Henry, which is Muleish, which is very mm. similar. And the okay. way that one works is it's a gold failsafe. So if you fail to be sensible and proportionate in your actions on your next round, if you do that same action again, you get plus one to whatever die is your gravity die.
2: Okay, if you fail on action, plus one, if do, again, on gravity die? Yep. Okay, well, my gravity is my lowest one, so when I'm rolling, it's mostly going to be my um, two highest that are going to be um, taken into account, right? Right. Okay. Okay.
0: And, and, you know, your harmony die is your highest, so having a failsafe on that may not be your, you know, mathematical best pick. On the other hand, you have uh-huh. fail safes in everything but harmony. So if you did this, you would have the full spread and would possibly be able to failsafe, uh, you know, again, they depend on exactly what you're doing, but you'd at least have one for each type of failure. Okay. Well, yeah, that sounds pretty
2: good. So, uh, if you fail on action, plus one if you do it again on gravity die. I will write that down.
0: Okay. Um. Thanks for explaining.
1: Let's see. Unpredictable does sound tempting, but I think I'm actually gonna go with the intellectual hit point.
2: Solid choice. You've been using that a lot. Okay. What are you at now? Eight?
1: Uh, nine, actually.
2: Oh, shit. Wow, look at you.
0: Actually, this makes ten. By my cat. Oh,
1: oh! Wow. Okay.
0: Because yeah, it's the average of your energy and gravity, which was nine, and so this makes ten. Oh, you are awesome. Right, you again. are surprisingly canny and hard to fool. Mm-hmm.
1: Which yeah, is it keeping so, relatively so far. <laughs> Relative.
2: Well, look, you can fool all of the people some of the time. All right.
0: <laughs> So as you are, so yes, you've, you've <laughs> uh, Stanley wakes up feeling unusually sharp and Lock <laughs> Lach- and Henry wakes up feeling unusually determined and All right. father wakes up feeling unusually gassy. So what, what are your plans for the day? Oh, that's I- sweet. I- what manipulation
2: of dice does gassy give you, Jam? <laughs> <laughs> only penalties um, only I think,
0: penalties
1: i i think the first i think the first thing we need to do is uh figure out how fa- uh, how uh, close we are to getting our spider farm back up and running i think that's we have a lot of lofty goals but i think that's priority one it absolutely
2: uh, is we need to do that cuz that's the most important thing
1: we got to we got to we got to break into that silk market
2: Okay. I had one quick logistical question before we started. You had said um, that we were experiencing a kind of indirect tragedy of the commons type deal where people were allowed to just kind of construct stuff piecemeal all over this space station. Right. And it's fucking up balance. So I feel like, um, you know, I'm sure our characters will forget about that and ignore it. But I, I know that that's going to come back later. Is there any kind of like zoning board? on this space station that will keep track of where people are making additions, and that's how they determine where to add new booster rockets or whatever. Because I know that they don't strictly intervene or make you get permits or any of that, but, I mean, somebody has to be keeping track of it somehow, and right? It's
0: possible that they do try to intervene, but people just ignore it. And so okay. you are... So, what I'm what I'm hearing is that Henry... Is trying to has probably sat down with his his uh, jankety ass ansible and is trying to figure out who is the uh, the board of the zoning board for Gumstring Station. While I mean, you know, if you're not interested in this, I can do something else. But like, it's your game. Uh, Okay. Stanley, on the other hand, is making a to do list and probably trying to figure out. What in the space can be cleaned and how? And yes, you're, and Eli is helping with that. And okay, so you guys have are, are the first thing you do is you you find a box or some kind of container, and you're cramming crap into that. And he's got the remember when you found the fabricator there was a thing in it, a, a complicated metal disc. Yes. Uh, and he's got that, and he's like, okay, we can't throw the hubcap away. Did, w- did the Ansibles ever figure out what it is? It's like, because uh, I don't even know how to make mine ask. What is, I, uh, what is his? His looks like a, it's just a graphite rod about the size of a Sharpie. <laughs>
2: inanimate carbon rod.
0: Yeah. Our hero. And... Uh, Tigger tape parade. So, yeah, he, he's gotten, like, a piece of string from somewhere and tied that around it and hung it from his belt, but, you know, it keeps falling out of the loop of string. And so now he... and So he was really pleased when he got it set up so that every time it falls out of the loop of string, it says, Excuse me, I... I think you've lost your ansible. I think you've lost your ansible. All right, <laughs> which does mean that when he takes it off at night, or when he takes it out to actually use it, <gasps> that it it thinks it's been lost and cries out. But he's working on it. No, it's a step in the right direction.
1: Right. Um, I I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think we had the ansible scan at last session. So... Oh, no, you did.
0: It was they oh, no, were just we, waiting, we or they, oh, they they were, were thinking. Okay. And uh, so, breaking it down by how big it is, and how heavy it is, and its shape, it could be a component for a mechanical engine, like a cogwheel. It could be some kind of really weird cogwheel. It could be um, something called culturally interdicted artifact. It could be... A stand for a piece of equipment that monitors um, monitors atmosphere quality. It could be the casing a casing element of a radiation generator. Those seem to be the four most likely.
1: Um, I would ask I would ask Charles for uh, for further explanation on you called it a culturally. Um,
0: Culturally interdicted artifact. No further yes. information is available on the culturally interdicted artifact, as the information is culturally interdicted.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Well, oh, I forgot to.
0: I forgot to do the Charlie voice. Sorry. <laughs> the, yeah, do your Peter Laurie thing, dude. We love that.
1: Yes, it's great.
0: I, I shall remember going forward. That's okay. As you're looking through this and. Uh, e- uh, Eli comes to Henry with the loom, which was disassembled, and he's like, mm-hmm. all right, either put this somewhere or put this back together. I would prefer—I don't think you're going to have anything to weave with it anytime soon, but get it somewhere so that I don't throw it away by mistake.
2: Okay, I will uh, put it together while um, my uh, Taurus is um, figuring out what the zoning board is and if it exists and so on and so forth. Just, just to clarify something, are we, like, squatting in a place that they don't know about or not? I'm, I want to make sure.
0: think that this is not part it, – it's clearly – it clearly wasn't added on with a great deal of finesse. Uh-huh. And the schematics of the section that your Ansibles came out did not have this space on it.
2: Okay, so asking for them to maybe get a cleaning crew out here and bring it up to code is not a good idea. Got it? it?
0: You don't know. Maybe it's a great idea or maybe they'll just... Say, oh, <laughs> maybe this. it's a great idea. Or maybe they'll just say, this shouldn't be here and detach it from the station and eject it into space. That's the opposite
2: of what's good, so...
0: Alright, so as you are going at your various toils and you're trying to figure out, you know, you're You've got on your Ansible, like, five different bars that are percentage of translation of documents complete. hmm And there comes a knock at your door. Okay. Well, uh, um...
1: You're a, li- oh. uh, yeah, you're a little bit busy, Henry, so uh, okay. yeah,
0: you can, Stanley's going like to get the door. Sure. Sounds good to me. All right. You open it, and there is a thing on your doorstep. Ba-dum-bum. Lovecraft. Is it a bowl of spaghetti? No, it's a, it, 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 it's it's not a Lovecraft reference. It just came out that way. It looks like a black nylon tumbleweed, kind of. It's all made of jaggy fish hooks about the size of a thorn on a really big thorn tree. They look pointy on the end, and they're kind of curved and barbed. And it's just, a mm. looks like a giant tangle of those with bigger ones on the bottom that it sort of scrabbles along to move. And it is, it's about uh, waist high on you. Maybe a little, maybe thigh high, between knee and, and waist high. Oh. And there is a black disc floating to one side of it. Hmm. And floating in midair on the other side of it is a ring of metal, a thin ring. It's about a foot in uh, diameter. Oh. Wow.
2: I guess this is probably another alien species, then. It's exciting.
1: So yeah. What do so, you do? Uh, uh, Well, uh, do we know who has the uh, the ring that we got from the, uh, the battery producer? Is that on you, Henry, or is that on me?
2: Um, what ring are you talking about? The friendship not, bracelet, or, that thing made out of hair.
1: Uh, the disc. The hubcap. We had scanned. Yeah, the hubcap.
2: I think you you and Eli were looking at it, so we can say that you have it. I'm just putting the loom back together so that Dad doesn't throw it away.
1: All right. Uh. Well. Uh. The first thing Stan, uh, Stanley does is he uh he naturally uh oh uh hello there, and uh and and gestures for Charles to uh, begin translating.
0: Uh, this is a little complicated, sir. It's going to be a rough translation because it has to go through about six layers. Uh, the this is a species that the preds have encountered, but that's that's the closest chain of translation, and it's a little a little imprecise.
1: Ah, uh, well, uh, do your best.
0: It seems to and. As you're watching, the thing does a little shuffle step, and as it does, the ring on one side of it and the sort of plate or saucer-shaped thing on the other side, those shift around it, and you get the—as you're squinting, you can see that those are in fact set into something that is so transparent it's invisible, And you can just see that there are like little scuffs and pieces of grime on it, but it is inside an invisible sphere. And Hmm. the sphere has a ring set into it and has this disc set into it. And as the disc comes along to face you, a little lens on the end of it uh, glows a brilliant blue and out comes a hologram full of letters and, uh, or actually these... Constantly shifting shapes, and they're fairly simple, and they sort of iterate and turn through each other and Charles says, "Ah, it says, "Is it ready
1: oh hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid i, I don't under, I don't understand what you're asking where uh, uh, um, uh, my name is Stanley Burroughs, and i I've recently moved in uh the are you are you referring to the previous tenant who was here?
0: And he, you know, Charles translates back, he's projecting, uh, his his projection is more yellowish as he has the same kind of letters, but they don't seem to be moving as smoothly and as easily. And the thing, you know, it wants to come in, It, it, it wants to come in, sir. Should we permit that?
1: Oh, sure. Sure. Of course. Of course. Send it in. Send it in. We're not barbarians.
0: So it comes and rolls down the ramp. So alright. Henry, what do you think when you see this thing? Well,
2: I will uh assume that uh it's probably another another alien species that we just haven't met yet. Um so I can uh can I tab away on my Ansible and scan it with my Xenomedic um file thing?
0: It's not and see if in it'll tell me what
2: Oh. oh, new Pokemon discovered, exciting. Okay, Um. so he has two Ansibles, if I'm understanding correctly. He has the one, uh, the translucent ring, and the other, the um, oblate spheroid on his left side?
0: You don't, you're not sure the ring is an Ansible. It looks like it might just be a joint in the sphere. Oh, okay. For all you know, that's how it gets in and out of it. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah,
2: okay. that's, uh, that's weird. I'm, I'm just going to assume that this is a living thing because, uh, you know, everything else looks so disparate from life on Mars that um, I don't think that there's a reason for me to assume this is like a robot or an automated thing that's exploring. So do we have any idea what he's referring to when he says, is it ready or not? I is that what we're idea. trying to figure out? Oh, I mean, I do too. I just I hope that I'm wrong. Um,
0: it, uh, door shut.
1: Oh, of course, of course. Uh, you know, Stanley closes the door.
0: And Obviously. It, that's it just rolls polite. out and projects an image of the hubcap.
1: Okay. Ah, of course, of course. Uh, yes, I, I have it right here. Uh, and uh, Stanley hands uh, the being the hubcap. Okay. It, it, it must have been from the the previous tenant must have made it before they vacated I was trying to figure out what it was, so I'm glad that you were able to... I'm glad you stopped by.
0: It's got all kinds of letters going. Uh, you see it's... The the blue light from its Ansible scans the thing. And it says, Acceptable. Okay. This actually comes Good. out of it in English. Oh, and great. Okay, says, Um, it's attempting to use English, but it wants us to... Maybe gift wrap it. <laughs> gift wrap it. Oh, that that seems okay. to be something close to what it's communicating. In clothes, box, uh, in scouts. I I should have taken
1: the good wrapping paper.
2: We can we can three D print some wrapping paper. I'm sure we can That'll sort of noodle out. that out there, between the two of us.
0: There's well you know there's all kinds of for lack of a better word crap lying around that you could wrap it up in. And yeah. you've got the boxes that you packed your earthly goods in. <laughs> That's true. Unless so, it um, turns out that cardboard is some kind of... Actually, you guys wouldn't have
2: cardboard. Um, well, cardboard is made out of paper, and we don't have trees on the space station, so...
0: And on Mars, yeah, what would you guys... What would be the cheap, crappy oh. substance on
2: Mars? Because okay. you wouldn't really so- have plastic either. This is my favorite kind of thing to talk about. So um, are you uh, familiar with um, the cheap crap that they wrapped things in in ancient Greece? No. Okay. So um, you know how whenever uh, they're doing archaeology or whatever in Greece or Athens or uh, that whole region, they'll find a lot of pottery there? the reason is um they didn't make paper there like they did in egypt because the technology hadn't been discovered yet and even if they did it would have biodegraded so when you went to the store and you bought you know olive oil or eel sauce or fish or whatever it was transported in cheap earthenware pots because i mean they didn't have tupperware you didn't have reusable grocery bags that you took All so right. when you were finished getting the stuff out of them you would use those to store things, and you'd also break them and write shit on them to use as paper. So if we live on Mars, we it's could use, probably. like, blast furnaces and make the dust into glass.
0: All right. Oh. Or you'd probably have the production precision that you could make what was essentially glass chain mail. Sure. Yeah, that, so that, that's, that's what you wrap dope. flexible stuff in, and anything that needed a rigid container, yeah, you just contain it to, to uh, contain it in, in a volume. So yeah, you've got these cheap Mars glass opaque containers, and you've got some sheets of glass mail.
2: Okay, great. Mars
0: yeah, glass. So, Anonized. Yeah,
2: Thank so, you for that.
1: Definitely. So, uh, So... Stanley's going to go wrap it up in some, you know, spare glass mail that they just have around and then put it in a box somewhere uh, and then hand it to uh, the being. Okay.
2: Before we do this, I have some additional questions. Um, Okay. I'm going to try to ask him since he seems to at least be ahead of us as far as translation goes. Did the previous tenant of this unit make
0: this for you? All right, give me a roll, beat a twelve to feed that through your ansible to something that can okay. understand. Trying to use like the
2: ten 1, hundred most common words or whatever it was. Right. Oh fuck yeah, I got a sixteen. Yes. Okay, um, who used to live here? Perhaps we could uh, get acquainted with him or her. You are here. Who was here before us? We've only arrived today. Day? We
0: arrived recently. Who used to dwell here? Used to dwell here, not you. Yes. Who was that?
2: Made object okay so a uh, 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 tinker of some sort used to live here before us what uh, and, what happened and when to you them? say
0: tinker when you say tinker what emerges is a recording from some tv show or movie you never saw of a guy saying yeah let's go with that <laughs> beautiful is
2: uh this person still on the ship is this person still on the ship Yes, that's what I'm asking you. I don't know the answer to this question.
0: Is that what his, his response yes, to me? He just that's what world. I'm asking oh. you. I don't know the answer to this question. Oh,
2: oh, oh! So that's that's what the tumbleweed is asking us. Shit.
0: You see okay. the metal ring. It you know hitches around so that's facing you. That you think it's spinning and then it slides over, and you see it's hands really quickly reaching out, but they're not holding anything. It has hands? Well, no, it's got its hooks, its tendrils, okay. its thorns. And At your leisure, coming. I would really like to see a picture of this guy. I have. I don't have a picture of this. I, I only see it in my head, but I could try. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. It looks like a really badly drawn cartoon afro if you 3D printed that. Okay. So... Some awful acrid ammonia like stench is coming out of the circle and it's it reaches out and you hear a clunk and then it's reaching for the the object. Do you give it the object? Yes. Alright. Okay. It's disc closes up and it rolls on up the ramp and out the door. Alright. With, so with the the glassine thing tucked into its snarl of whatever it's made of. So, no thank you, no I'll recommend you to my friends. Oh, that's normal and not weird. I mean, politeness is, uh, not even... Yeah, and you heard a thunk when it opened its thing and reached out, but... Um, you okay. know what? Give, it, give me rolls, each of you. Sure. I wonder what we're rolling for. We'll find um, out let's it. see. Well, we'll find
2: out after we fuck it up. Okay, I got a 12. How about you, bro?
0: I got... 13. Okay, so we'll go with you. All right, well, no, the... uh, Stanley... Henry, who got the 12, is, you know, kind of wandering around, and you stumble. And Henry, you notice that when he stumbles, dust in front of his foot moves in a weird way. Weird how? Weird in that there was nothing there to move it. And now there's this little ridge of dust. And when you reach down, you touch something solid
2: in the emptiness. So there's like an invisible
0: thing with a hillock of dust over it? Is that what's happening? With a little hillock on the... And yeah, you pick it up. It's moderately heavy, like a light metal, like aluminum. It's about probably three inches by five inches by seven inches. And it is Mm -hmm. completely invisible. So is it like a rectangle or what is it? It's a rectangle. Okay, great. Um well uh,
2: I will try to scan it with my um with my Taurus, because I mean it's got I'll I'll see what it can see with its special eyes.
0: Um, it says you have acquired a milled block of zero refractive index metal. Well, that's great. Um it, if it I hold has it in- no name in your language, would you like to name it? beautiful what should we call an invisible metal
1: oh boy
2: perhaps it's just the grognard in me speaking but i feel like glass steel is a good name for it
1: i mean we we're we're bound to give it we're bound to name these things with at least one sensible name so glass steel sounds fine to me
2: is that acceptable to you okay yeah, because, you know, you can see through it like glass, but it's a metal, so it's like steel, glass steel. Um, if I hold it in front of something, do I see through it or does it block, like, the thing behind it? So you what I'm asking is right if I make a suit out of it and be invisible.
0: Well, no. okay, so. You could make a suit out of it and you would look naked. Well,
2: oh. my, I mean, the emperor totally has clothes, so I don't <laughs> know what you're on about. You just can't see
0: them because you're foolish. Um, all right. So it's <laughs> the session title is The Emperor's Bulletproof Vest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome.
2: Um well I'm definitely into this. Uh, let's uh let's tell um let's tell Jeanette about it. I'm sure that she can figure out something clever to do with it since we're not engineers. We can because, I mean, I don't want to make, like, a ship out of this because nobody would see you in traffic and you would die as though you had been affected by uh, Geomancer's Blue Dragon spell. Um, but I don't really know what else you would do with it because you wouldn't want to build um, houses out of it because people would see through your walls.
1: Well, here's something you could do with it.
0: You
1: uh, uh-huh. can actually, if we could reproduce more of this glass steel, you could actually yeah. use it to create uh, it could be used in an artistic sense especially if we combine it with the silk that we're farming you hmm. can actually create uh kind of interesting festive designs that look like they're hanging in the air but they're not because they're oh, actually yeah. they're actually held up by a powerful by a powerful metal that you just can't see but the silk would be there so you could see it so you don't
2: run into it. Like for modern art, that's cool. Also, you know what we could do is um, we could make uh, textiles. We could make clothing out of it. If the technology exists to make glass into chainmail then we could make actual metal into chainmail and you could have like a sleeve with striations on it of regular fabric and then this so it would look like you were just wearing rings of fabric but you actually like Weren't you know?
1: So basically, so, just kind of like, kind of like loose, uh, kind of like those reinforced jackets, except now it would just be your regular clothes.
2: Yeah, so you're kind of clothed and not clothed. You could have like stripes across your chest or something. Eli comes over there. and he's like, "What
0: are you boys?
2: What? Are, what are you talking about?" but Dad, look, we discovered this new invisible metal. We're going to do stuff to it. What? Uh, look, just just put your hand here, and I'll gesture towards the bar that uh-huh. I'm holding. Right. And you feel something, right? That's weird. Yes, we're just talking about the, the applications of such a thing. Uh, please, throw your ideas on the pile. It'd make a great windshield. It would at that. You wouldn't have to replace <laughs> it as often.
1: Uh, huh. the, uh, Stanley gets curious and kind of... Uh, taps on the on the metal to see if it makes a sound. Dunk. Oh well, there we go. That'll make it a little easier to detect.
0: Yeah, that yeah, is. like, yeah. Put it. You should. You know what you should do is you should rub some grime from the floor on it so that you can see it until you're ready to use it. That's, ah, a, that's great, a good point. Yeah. That'd Absolutely be something to do with yeah. this desk. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's let's go through
2: some some standard cycles and things. So we can discover if it's ferrous because if it was, then we could just sort of rope a magnet around the basement and pick up all the rest of it that's probably lying around. It is non-ferrous. Ah.
1: Oh. Uh, oh. um,
2: nothing's ever easy. I swear. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I I knew I knew it wasn't going to be, but I had to ask. <laughs>
0: um. You should keep careful track of that. It's not readily manufacturable.
2: Oh, uh, why is that? Is there some kind of um, safety protocol in the machine that won't let it
0: replicate stuff like this? No, it is that zero refractive index materials are transuranic elements.
2: Oh. Ah. Okay, so we should probably get this in like a safe or something.
1: We 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 could definitely deplete it at least before we use it.
0: It is, well, not past, ener- it, it is not emitting radiation. Oh, what does
2: transuranic mean then? I assumed that it meant that it was emitting radiation because I don't know anything about math or science.
0: Uh, okay, so you know how there's the normal elements that you find in nature. Yep. And you know how they have made artificial elements like Californium or uh, Americanium. by, Uh, and they've made minute minute, minute amounts by smashing particles together at high energy levels, and the artificial elements that have been created so far, the transuranic elements, because they are past uranium in... Oh, okay. uh, ...on on the, the chart... Right. ...have all had incredibly short lives. They exist for a fraction of a second and then decay... Into uranium, uranic elements.
1: So okay. this is so this is a man-made or well an artificially made element that one. It's
2: probably not man-made.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, like but but one, is not immensely radioactive, and two, actually is able to exist for a longer period than a couple moments. That's neat.
0: Yes.
2: Okay. There well, are by theorists. exist. you mean, like the half life, right? Like depleted uranium doesn't
0: disappear, does it? No. Uh. It, yeah. It's half life. The the artificial elements usually have really, really short half-lives. Half-lives, okay, yeah. And turn into, God, I don't even know what, you know, radium and uranium or something.
1: Yeah, basically they return to their component. But the theory is
0: that if you get deep enough into the, uh, you know, there are some theorists who say, oh, the math seems to indicate that once you get through this layer of crappy, ephemeral, super unstable elements, there might be more stable elements on the other side. And they call it the the island of stability. And they're mm-hmm. like, and we have no idea what kind of physical properties these would have, because they don't exist in nature. So they've never right. been observed. So you now know that A, hey, it looks like the island of stability. There was something to that. And B, you have a chunk of it in your filthy workshop.
2: Man, we find all kinds of great things in our filthy workshop. <laughs> this is a good decision. I'm we glad that to, we decided we to have to, we get have this to keep place. looking
1: through this absolute treasure trove and hope that our previous tenant never comes back. It smells. Yeah, so Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm having some thoughts on that. All right. Um, well, as you guys are are looking through it, uh, oh, you find the most disgust. There's this. it it looks like a whole corner of the basement has is encrusted with, it looks like vomit with molars stuck in it.
2: It's some
0: kind of greenish reddish organic gunk that smells even worse than the rest of the habitat. And it's just, and it is just glommed onto the wall and the floor and the, tools that are lying in the corner there and it's so that you're like oh we can put off cleaning that until we get some ammonia or bleach or a flamethrower
1: i would personally go for the flamethrower myself good lord
0: okay so are the teeth human no they just look like molars
1: yeah, they're, they're probably not. Maybe
0: not. <laughs> you guys, so, wow, so, that alien serial killer works so fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. It turns out he's a species, their lifespan is like 24 hours, but they experience that as about roughly 100 years. You can't see them because they move too quick. So, whatever killed all these people and collected these teeth. You know, that was 17 generations ago, and. <laughs> well, then we obviously
2: can't prosecute this one. Let him go, officer. Um, Alan Moore wrote a really good story about that. Not that specifically, they weren't serial murderers, but uh, aliens who were living on vastly different time scales from that each other. That was
0: in Augie and the Green night too, by uh, Zach Wienersmith. Here, yeah. That had a, a bit with the heroine encounters a, a fast living race and they spend like a hundred generations pulling a prank on her to make her think that she has wiped them out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> be good. i have to read
2: that. It was in one of those, um, like 1970s, uh, sci-fi tavern books too. I think it was Gaffigan's bar or something. Oh, wow. He said, Hey, there's a giant that's coming over here. He's going to be here in like 25 years. So I'm, I'm preparing a drink for him. I'm gonna go ahead and leave notice to whoever inherits the bar after I die to go ahead and serve this guy. Nice. Uh, anyway, before we uh, like spray poison all over this guy, I want to like scan him with my ansible and make sure that he isn't the previous tenant and entered into a state of dormancy. If we have like tumbleweeds and jellyfish and stuff, then might one of the alien species be a slime mold full of teeth? Yeah, I'm gonna say maybe.
0: It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be kind of that, an asshole
2: move to spray bleach all over this guy if he's just, like,
0: taking a nap. As yeah. you're trying to figure out how to do that, your ants, both of your Ansibles light up with a message stating, okay. Welcome to Gumstring Station. Uh, we regret the disorder with which the distribution of living space was handled. However, we have registered a number of locations as belonging to specific individuals and are compiling a directory. So it, it says, do you want to be listed in the, the public registry or the private registry, whichever please indicate where you are living now. Oh shit. Should we, what do you think?
1: Uh, Um, Yes, but let's do it on the private registry. Uh, yeah,
2: Especially I think that's our, a good compromise. With our,
1: with our greater plan to help the spies and also the aliens that won't go wrong and won't end in tears and will end in cool times for everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: It could happen. This ain't Delta Green. There could be happy endings. <laughs> Secondly, it gives you information that you'd already heard from Jeanette about where matter fabricators are located and says that there is a sign up to use them on a first come first serve basis. Each human will be issued. Let me find it. One box of matter per day for the next 30 days in order that you might operate in a fashion to get your needs met Uh, a box. Uh, you know, you're like one box of matter. What even is that? And Charles helpfully said, "A box is about five kilograms." Okay, oh, okay, well, that's not terrible.
1: Yeah, better than here's your giant chunk of uh, mercury or whatever.
0: And it says, you know, here is and it. It uploads a little map, and it's like here is where you can get your get your box, and uh, you know these will be handed out using your fingerprints as an identifier and you immediately think, Oh, poor pack. You're going to be hungry. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it suggests that, uh, you know, it, most of this will be in the form of hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. But that if you want
0: something else, you can request it at mm-hmm. the same spot if you need any other particular element and uh, it you know informs you that the atmosphere is always free so <laughs> you, you don't know. have to worry about that you won't be paying an air fee and it Thanks. shows you where the hospital is if you get injured
2: mm-hmm. uh, solid I'll, I'll probably need to know where that is in case they need
0: my expertise there you go so there it is. That's the announcement. Okay. Well, good to know. Your dad is like, well, should we go get our five kilograms of crap?
2: I think that would probably be a good idea. We could start dicking around with this replicator once we have some stuff to put in it. He's
0: like, I'm, I'm going to ask for ammonia tomorrow. That's an element, well, dad, isn't let's, it? Uh, sh- Sure. Close enough. Let's make sure that that
2: uh, thing on the wall isn't... Uh, alive first. Like, I'm pretty it, sure it's all different sorts. So I'm pretty sure it is. Y- you,
0: that, you, you that has the look like, of a mold to me.
2: Right, but um, you know the, uh, the the sleeves had the look of those uh, toys that we uh, picked up in elementary school. I don't think that we should go off of first appearances. I don't think that we need uh, you know, an assault on our records here. We're already kind of towing the line with this uh, unusual living circumstance.
1: After all, the last thing we need to deal with is a mold that thinks.
2: E- yes, that's uh, more or less my thought process. We might just not be able to communicate with it yet. Like the uh, uh, Tumbleweed who uh, picked up his order here. I don't think he was being rude. I just don't think that his translator was at uh, maximum efficacy.
0: All right. So, you guys go out. There's a line forming at the, the food pickup spot. Uh, and waiting there in line, you run into. Let me find her name. Sure. You see a familiar face a tall, imposing Amazon of a woman who was the captain of the Zulu princess. Mm hmm. Oh, it's her. Okay. She's her. Yeah, Brothers uh Kibibi Chibuzo. Ah, Captain Chibuzo, okay. So, Great. You know, throws her arms out and gives you a high five and says, How have you been settling in here at Gumstring Station? Can't oh, complain. A, How about wonderful. yourself, Captain? We have found a berth for our ship, and we are finding out where the uh, the matter is in this system. There is a they have a uh I had an asteroid belt here, so I will soon be plying my trade once more. Oh, yes, uh mining, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Though finding a, a dock space was not easy. I I had to go uh with a smaller one than I wanted, uh and our next door neighbor is, is kind of uh kind of a jag. Oh I see. Where have Who you your got next your? door neighbor? Where have you got your ship?
1: Oh, uh, we have it. Oh, Henry, where did, where did we park it again?
2: We put
0: it someplace? I, I don't think that there was a specific uh, place. Oh, yeah, there uh, was. It, it was in yeah, one of there the small s- slots, and there was a guy standing there saying, this is my space. I've I've claimed right. this. You can't just leave your ship here. Little did you know. <laughs> Uh, so wh- talking that over with uh with Kabibi, that's in the same row of uh row of places as she and the Zulu princess are parked. So if you'd picked that, you would have been her neighbor if mm. you, if you oh. had kicked that guy out. but now you're just squatting in his hangar. That's a bad habit of ours. Like, what should I tell him if your ship is in his space?
1: Well, we have our, uh, we have a, a spot nearby, don't we? We could probably pick it up and take it out at place. Yeah, that it,
2: sounds fine. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: you t- hmm? uh, t- tell him, we'll, Tell him we'll be picking up uh, We'll be picking up the Spruce Goose shortly. Uh, and, and to apologize for the, uh, for the sudden uh, standing on his space, so to speak.
0: Well, where are you going to put
1: it? We've got, uh... There was a space uh, near the airlock, wasn't there, Henry? We could just simply park it there?
0: Well, sure. your, your space is near the airlock, but it's not. it doesn't have an airlock. It doesn't have a hangar for a ship. You could mm. probably attach your ship to the wall of it, and somehow, if you had powerful magnets or the other means to do that, which you don't, uh, right. but even if you did that, you would then need to get back on the inside of the station somehow.
1: Okay. Hmm. Well, I think it's more important to get the ship off the property at least we can as long as we can get it off the property, maybe we could work out the details later. What do you what do you think, Laplan?
2: I think that sounds fine. Well, how would you get All from right. the ship back inside?
1: Hmm, that is the question though.
0: Oh, well could we are you gonna gonna spacewalk along this this the exterior of this station that you've never been on before that you know for a fact is unstable and unpredictable you're saying that like it's
2: not a good idea so i'm inclined to say that we're not going to do that you know we could um construct an airlock, right? It would probably take us a while, but, um... That would be a big, big job of
0: work. That
1: would be a big, big job of work. Yeah. That's why I didn't even bring it up. Well, Uh, it it would
0: require a lot more than five kilograms of matter. Right. Mm, Yeah. Okay.
1: We don't want to make such a big ask so early, even if we are the world's best collaborators. Okay. Uh, I... Uh, the, uh, I am, naturally I am inclined, let's do the spacewalk, because that does, it's dangerous.
2: Let's spacewalk walk dangerous onto this ship that's, like, always unstable. Yeah, that'll probably kill us, so let's maybe not do that.
0: Fair enough. Um, Are we talking about this in front of Kabibi? Well,
2: uh, we could uh, ask her advice, I guess. She probably, she yeah, seems no, to no, know a lot more about this than we do. It's like, yeah. well,
0: if you wanted, um... I suppose that you could fly If you find a way to attach your ship On the outside there I could You could I I could bring the princess In nearby Or attach it there As well Or mm, You know what you could do Who was the guy who had The ship that carried ships The ship shipping ship Uh, Ben something right Ben, Ben, yes. yes. If you find Ben, you could probably put your ship on his ship, and then he could stick it to the wall, or uh, or you could just rent a slip.
1: That's
2: not, that's not a bad idea. That sounds like a good idea. We could go and ask him see see how high he feels. Yeah.
0: So at this by this time you're getting towards the front. Uh, You get your box, which is literally a square box about a foot on a side, Um, Mm -hmm. and it contains—it weighs exactly five kilograms and has a bottle of water, some stuff that has been construed as edible food, uh, another blanket. So, you know, and they're like, okay, yeah, can, can we scan your thumbprint here? And it's a guy doing this. It's a human being. Oh,
2: wow, look at him. He's collaborating even better than we are. Is there anybody that we recognize? Nope, just some
0: guy.
1: All okay. Right. So, yeah, oh. uh, Stanley's going to put his thumb on the scanner and make some small talk, you know. He's just like, the-
0: oh, hey, yeah. You're from the Killing Blade of Pure Affection, but there's a note on here. Okay, no, you're unrestricted.
1: Oh. What, 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 Meaning- what is that? But what does that mean for this? I wasn't aware that there were restrictions.
0: Oh, the people on the Killing Blade of Pure Effect. Okay, so you know there was a spy on there, right? You would know. We heard. would know about, she would know about yes. this being on there, or or did they not tell you about it when they were trying to flush him out? Oh no, we uh we we were aware of it. Yes,
1: we, right. we were aware. I just wasn't aware that it was still applied.
0: Oh well. They're worried, so they're keeping track of what people from that ship acquire. I see. I see. But you guys are okay. Okay.
2: Well, um, it's good Good to see you, fellow human. Yeah. Um, uh, when exactly did uh, they begin handing out tasks like this to our kind?
0: Oh, well, you know, they didn't hand them out. I volunteered. Um, I made a good impression on the sleeves when they they picked me up. And so they I previously worked as a civil administrator back on Mars. I was in one of the big cities and he names one of the three cities I I can't remember what the names of the cities are off the top of my head, but it's the one on the other <laughs> side of the planet. The one that you always root against their sports team, which he uh. is wearing, which he is wearing a jersey from. Okay. <laughs> like, and uh, so once I found out that they were taking everyone's fingerprints, I said, "Oh, I well, I'll, I'll, I'll administer that because you know, I, I kind of wanted to be in a position where I could try and watch what they're doing with the data. You know, it's not that I don't trust them, but they are right. huge aliens, and I mean that in every sense. I see. And at that point. You hear an amplified voice, and it okay. is—it's very familiar because it's not just a voice you recognize, but it is coming through a sound system that you've heard it use before. It's Aruna mm-hmm. Hussein Ramirez, and apparently, she—you uh, know—after you got the the loudspeaker for the karaoke contest, mm-hmm. apparently she just right. kept that. Oh, and, okay. Classic. It's like, attention, fellow humans of Mars and survivors of the great AI purge. I have been speaking with our hosts, and they are willing to grant us a certain degree of autonomy here on the station, as uh, if we indicate that we can uh, can govern ourselves with a a measure of decorum and dignity, and so I am announcing that I am willing to work as your leader, as your uh, president pro tem, until we can get a, a structure of more Formal laws and can write a constitution to enshrine the rights and responsibilities and civic duties of each human who has entered into this larger space among species and at this point, uh, you know, someone's like Who died and made you boss? And she's like, Well, the idea is that no one would have to die to make me boss, sir. And he's like I don't want no alien sidewinding alien friend to come along and tell me what I should be doing. What what exactly would you be doing in your job? And so she. So a a lively public debate breaks out on the topic of how should we govern ourselves. Oh boy, we're doing this. Okay.
1: Hmm. How should we govern ourselves? Oh. Well, first of all, the the first thing Stanley, you know, he kind of says over to Henry, "She certainly recovers well from a loss, doesn't she?"
2: Oh, absolutely, meow.
1: Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the second uh, the second thing is uh, is uh, Stanley pipes him and just goes, "Well, wh- why not start a council? We don't need one president pro tempore. Why don't we just have a representation of of all of us and have set up an administration that way."
2: a great idea that'll really let us sandbag whatever it was that Aruda wanted
0: to do. And at this point a fa- another familiar voice, you know, pipes up and it's Oh, you would like that, wouldn't you? And it's Gretel Schenker. Remember? Oh. remember oh. your Gretel next door neighbor? Our neighbor, yeah. Okay. Fritzel? This is his yeah. daughter. Yeah! Henry set her broken leg once, didn't he? Yes. Yes. She has gotten herself uh, whatever the 21st post-human equivalent of a soapbox is. She sets that up, stands up on it, and she's like, I do not know if you are as familiar with the Burroughs brothers as I am as they grew up next door to me, but let me assure you that they are as neoliberal as they come. If you wish to recreate all the errors of Mars and old Earth with endless bureaucracy, hobbling every decision you make, then you should listen very closely to these boys. They are not bad boys. One of them is a very skilled surgeon, but he should keep his hands on the bodies of others instead of trying to place them all over the body politic.
2: Wow, that was great. Up until oh. neoliberal, I thought that she was endorsing us, and then and then I realized what was no, happening. No,
1: no, yeah, no. The, the first thing Stanley says is just is just you know, Gretel, you made it.
2: Killing me here.
0: I'm gonna, so glad you that you got off the planet alive. The, are you going to work over your your way over to Gretel, who is yeah,
1: like, yes, actually, because it's some form of fami- some form of new familiarity beyond already what's already here is. Is great. We even don't if it like is the
2: Gretel, daughter, Gretel, but of we're the... glad that she didn't get killed by
0: AIs. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's sort of waving you back and saying, we need a leader immediately. Tomorrow we should vote and pick a person who will make the decision, the tough decisions in this troubling time of transition. Perhaps we can present, we can appoint or elect some kind of council to form a minorly intrusive constitutional government. But for now, we need some. We need a strong leader at the beginning. And Aruna's like, "Excuse me, again. Who are you, and why should we be listening to your strangely accented Teutonic rantings?"
2: Whenever Germans start talking, oh about
0: boy, here, here we to make go. Decisions. So I feel like we should listen to them. And then another voice is heard from. Fuck yes, it's oh, Apo. Oh, oh. damn. He's the, uh,
2: Purple skinned guy who kidnapped that right. kid, right? Yeah.
0: The, the purple our, the purple skinned kidnapper. Uh, did he get yeah. like
2: dragged off someplace by terrible he, entities and was
0: never seen again? He did get dragged off but is now apparently back and goes into a you know a lengthy impassioned rant about how the aliens cannot be trusted, and that mm-hmm. you know he is an example of what happens when you don't toe the line with them and if you don't just want to trade life at the the um oh man mm-hmm. he loses his his point of his his perspective
2: he loses his, of he, he, he
1: loses his point and that's what and that's what Stanley goes. You kidnapped a child. You don't have a place to speak here.
0: All right, make a roll. Oh uh, well
1: well it's on.
0: Like Donkey Kong. All right, let me find these high dies.
1: Okay. Oh shit. All right, got? There we go. That fell off the floor. All right,
0: that play it is. it the lions. That's the fifteen. Nice. Okay, you. That's a hit. And seeing you rockets him back on his heels. Uh, so let's see. What was your uh, runt die? Uh, two. Two. All right. And But he, he rallies and points at you and says, There is the collaborationist, the arch-collaborationist. I found, I took in out of the goodness of my heart... A sick orphaned girl whose language no one else could understand. I was tending to her illness and he turned her into a political cat's paw to blacken my name to justify his alien masters carrying me off for torture. You hid her from the rest of your group
1: and drugged her.
0: All right, make your roll.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: Oh, he rolled well.
1: Uh I got a thirteen.
0: He got a fourteen. Oh. So you just took six points of exhaustion and social hit points.
1: Good thing I good thing I boosted that up.
0: Yes yeah. indeed. So okay. Um Alright. Uh yeah, you're you're rock backing. You see people the people who turn and kind of glare at you are the kind of people. If it was an angry little grandma or a fresh-faced schoolboy glaring at you, that would make you uncomfortable in one way, but these are dudes who've clearly had teeth knocked out and replaced Mm. with chunks of iron and who have knife-fight scars on their faces, and they're glaring at you. Oh, boy. Uh, what's what is your comeback? And Henry, are you doing anything about this?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, you said they took you off for torture. Where? Why are you here now?
0: That's a good question. All right. Um, all right. And Stanley, what are you doing?
1: Um. He's actually, yeah he's he's actually going to he's actually going to back up Henry here. That's right. They did. They did. Ca- they did. They did carry you off after you were caught with your uh, you're caught with your misdeeds. How can you stand here now and proclaim to lie like you do when clearly you're no worse for the wear? All
0: right, make your mm. rolls.
1: A little bit shaken, so not the
2: steadiest.
0: Okay, what do I get? All right. I get a thirteen.
1: All
2: right. I
1: got a. I got 12, crutch.
0: Okay. Uh, So you tied his. So the two of you bump. But, uh, you know, Lachlan, uh, Henry's Henry's argument seems to be making people nod, and they're like, oh, I remember that. Um, Yep, it was kind of a big deal. What was your runt die? My runt was a one. Okay. So... He's like, I I will show you where they tortured me. And he pulls his shirt up. And sure enough, God he's, he's got a fresh scar right across his stomach. And he, he's like, and and where is this girl? Who, you know, ask her. Ask her about, uh, you know, how she was treated. And Where boom, is the girl, her. though? Is she, like, standing behind him? Uh, no, she was last seen in the presence of the last barista. Uh, right. AU
2: is she anywhere near this um this this impromptu uh beer hall meeting or not you don't see her we don't see uh-huh. her so he's the one who said ask the girl even though she's not there
0: that's a little confusing uh, well well where is she then okay so you're you're saying where is she and are you going to accuse him of are you going to point out that it's very suspicious that he asks people to talk to this girl who's clearly not present, or how are you Absolutely, doing that?
2: Absolutely, yes. All right. Ask the girl, we'd love to. Where is she? And, okay. Uh, I get a nine because Stanley's I'm not saying life. what?
1: Oh, boy. It's, uh... Hmm... I, I I'm I guess I would I would definitely try to back up Henry with that like yeah, yeah. like you know basically a quick like yeah where where is she Appo? Where is okay, she? Okay, you now? go ahead
2: and roll. See if you can do better than me.
1: Alrighty. Let's
0: see. And do you have any failsafe that works that applies?
2: Oh, actually, let me check. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Fail safe. Fail safe. No, oh, I'm not man. trying.
0: To do Here's a question. When you, uh-huh. hey Lachlan, when you hit him last time, uh huh, uh, was that what were your champ dice? Do you remember?
2: Oh gosh. Okay. Yes. Um. I do. I had had a, a seven on my um, harmony, and uh-huh. I had had a. 5 on my gravity and my energy was the one cuz i remember that it was one on my runt.
0: Well, never mind then. You, your your bluster exploit which is tailor-made for ex, for situations like this would not have kicked in. So, never mind. Oh, Yeah. All right. Um I
1: got a I got another 14.
0: Another 14. All right. So, yeah, people you see Aruna starts chanting. Bring out the girl! Bring out the girl! And, you know... Serena. And, uh... You hear Why a, couple, uh, a couple other people, you know, or he's like, I, I don't know where she is. She was taken away from me after I was framed. No, I was framed! All right, what was your runt die? Uh, mine is two. Okay, so you do a couple more points of social damage to him, and people are now you know, yeah, they're kind of riled up. And so he, he retreats. Greta is shrieking about the need for humanity to unite. Uh, Aruna is hollering about how people need to, you know, get to know our, our new benefactors who were willing to cart our sorry asses, you know, Dozens of light years to, br- to keep us safe And who've given us all this free air And so they're just going back and <laughs> forth and, and at that uh, point Pat kind of tugs at your sleeve And says Is this a good time? Hello,
1: Pat Hi
0: It's like, my, my Things have been progressing, have they not?
2: Oh, yes. Well, you know what? There really isn't such a thing as a good time. You're here, we're here. Uh, Things seem to be turning in our favor. Let's go ahead and strike as long as our streak lasts.
0: Oh, you you don't mean to get involved in this political business, do you?
2: Well, it feels as though all eyes are upon us, and uh, by our absence, I feel as though we would be clearing the path for uh, people who are quite a bit worse for our community than our mere incompetence could ever be. It's like,
0: mm, it's like, I cannot be near the spotlight. I was just going to come and ask you if I could take some of your water and food, since I am not in the system. It's well, a temporary inconvenience at, at, at most. Certainly more than I
2: need for the immediate time being. I don't see a problem with that. All right, so you—you
0: he's—he's got a bottle, and so you give yeah, him some food. Yeah, whatever. And water. I'll carve off a chunk for him. I don't give a shit. He's like, "Thank you, thank you. I'm in your debt always." And and he slithers off back into the crowd.
1: <laughs> oh. how does how does he keep doing that?
0: <laughs> he just asks nicely.
2: He's our friend, so I want to help him. Um, okay, <laughs> well, thank you for that. Is now a good time? Wow. good old spy friend. I, waited. I would Waited until like everybody was looking at this Is now a good time?
0: Yeah. Well, you know. So the question is: Are you guys going to go off with Greta and Aruna and argue about politics, uh, or are you going to you know try and do something else? Maybe clean out, continue your plan of cleaning the space out, or mm-hmm. are you going to slither off after Pack and you know do spy shit with him? So these. <laughs> this is uh, sort we- of this is sort of the branch.
1: Right, yeah. so we gotta. Hmm. Right, I feel so. as though
2: we've made all of our legitimate political points already. Yeah, um, I feel like our our that. interest would be best served right now by allowing the uh, populace to split the vote, like Wilson did in the nineteen eighteen election. Um, so we can let that sort of simmer, and they'll uh, piss each other off until uh, we can either sidestep the issue entirely or figure out something more productive to do. Um, So there's that. Uh, We can always clean the basement later. Um, I feel like basement cleaning, we have discovered all of the uh, useful buried treasure that was there. So I'm inclined to do some more espionage. How about you?
0: Hmm.
2: Or counter-espionage, I guess, because he's the one who's doing espionage. It's kind of how we got here.
1: Right. Um... Hmm. I think you're right about the politics. I think we've made our we've made our points. And I can't think of anything else very,
2: interesting to say. Basically, it's very
1: it's very well. There's that, but then there's also it's very clear that it's, it's very clear that Gretel and uh, Runa are gonna need to fight it out, and maybe it's for the best that they do fight yeah. it out yeah. without our involvement. Um, Stan, Stanley w- Stanley would like to do the pol politi- uh, would like to get a little bit into the politics thing, but the Apo event has certainly uh, spoiled his appetite, so to speak. Um,
0: well, you could you could go try and find Bu. We could, yeah.
1: We could actually, couldn't we? That's a good idea. That actually might be useful for further because we should probably try to stop Apo as much as we can because that guy because as we've seen here, he is a really charismatic guy. Yeah. And as long as as long as there's no testimony from her, he can spin that however he likes once he's on his own. So maybe that is actually what we should do right now.
0: All right, so you got to go look for BU. How are you going to go about that? Yeah, there's the question. Um
1: if BU's on the fingerprint system, but do oh, but do
2: we know which Wasn't she have like some other man's arms grafted onto her body? That's no, true. That was uh, her... Oh.
0: No, that wait, was yeah, the girl yeah. whose name
2: is... Oh, sorry. BU is the barista. The... Yes. Yeah, BU is not the girl. Okay, I yeah. misunderstood.
0: The girl's name is... chai Yes, it's chai okay. That's right.
2: So I so don't yeah, think a... that we would be able to find her necessarily. I think that the graft might have sort of backscattered something.
1: So then so then we do need to find BU at least. Because she is the yeah, most person probably be her. her. So, uh... So, uh... Stanley's going to ask the the civil is our, is our civil servant guy still here uh, bearing witness to the political revolution happening around him? Uh is he? sure. Cool. Right. Ex- excuse me, excuse me sir, you're, uh, I'm sorry. What what was your name?
0: Oh, uh, my name's Hong.
1: Okay. Hong, good, good to meet you. I I'm Stanley Burroughs. Listen, I you you've probably heard all that all that row back there and I need to help find the one person who can at least diffuse a part of it. I I need to find a barista named Bu. Do Do you know if she's on your records?
0: Hmm. Let me look. Um. Okay. So, So, give me a roll. Sure. All right.
1: I got thirteen.
0: Uh, And he's like, um, do you have a last name?
1: No, no, I don't.
0: He's like, well, look, I can give you a list of all the BUs who have opted in to the open directory. Oh, you could tell him that she is a barista. That might do something. And he looks at you and he's like, yeah, it. The directory is not quite to that level of sophistication. It's got name, location, and whether it's open or closed. Mm. I see. But he's like, well, but there are six BUs. Okay. Okay. And so he gives you the list uh, and says, yeah. Wow, so that Apo guy, he kind of seems like a garbage person. Oh, we've had dealings with him. I mean, on the other hand, I'm not sure he's entirely wrong about just taking everything the aliens say and do at face value. I mean, if nothing else, there's the possibility for just these catastrophic misunderstandings. I heard about this one woman, check this out, she thought she was getting trained on you know how to use their weird alien turkey baster guns, right? And she thought she right. was in a VR program, but it turned out they had her piloting drones for some like shit show alien quagmire, and that all the the sprites she thought she was shooting were dudes, alien oh, no, dudes. How awful! How- that messed odd. up.
2: That, that must yes. have been very difficult
0: for her.
1: It, it was uh, immense. Yes, it is immensely messed up.
0: So it was. It was those little knife-chested dudes.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I believe they. I believe they called up the 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 Preds. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's um, that's um. I don't know. Did you know that they invaded the sleeve planet years ago? This is news to us.
1: I did not. No, no. Me some know kind of that.
0: super violent global alien invasion thing, and the sleeves had to use some kind of doomsday weapon on them. So there's still a lot of, you know, a lot of bad blood in the air there. Desires the no more intensifies.
1: Well, Apo isn't wrong, but his meth. But I sure I was on the same ship he was, and I exposed to his crimes, and I can assure you.
0: Oh wow. He's that was a, you? Oh right, straight. you're the Burrows guy. I saw you sing.
1: Oh well, well <laughs> uh, th- thank you. I yes, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hobby of uh, hobby of ours, but yes, no, I no I do understand and I do understand people's concerns all right, g- a man g- like me a him. roll.
0: like a twelve. Oh, alright. You're killing
2: it today, man.
1: Yes. So, yeah. Well, yep. Sixteen. Wow. Okay.
0: okay. Good job, dude. Okay. You have made a strong positive impression on Hong, the civil servant.
1: <laughs> nice. But uh, but yeah, it's like I I, under, I understand where he's coming from. I I was always suspicious of sl- slightly suspicious of the exes of Earth. I can understand. But that man, I believe he has an some sort of ulterior motive even beyond that. I can't expose it, but I know his methods are... He, he, uh, Stanley shivers into, like, a mixture between fear and rage.
0: <laughs> like, I hear you, man. Here. And he hands you a little brown something. It's like, what? it's the closest we've come to chocolate so far. Don't tell anyone I gave you any.
1: Hey. The secret is safe with me. I'll make sure to pay you back for this someday, I promise.
0: It's on the house.
2: Cool. Well,
1: oh, thank you. Thank you very much
0: Lord for We're a nice guy. So, okay, uh, and you now yeah, are you going to try it? It's like she's uh, uh, miniature sized.
1: Yeah, he yeah, uh Stanley's got a smile and break off a tie, break off a chunk, well, like a you know, a relatively uh, a decent amount of teeth and starts chewing. It's carob. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just chews and chews.
0: Just keeps you, gotta, chewing. you gotta share it with your brother.
1: Breaks off a piece and slowly hands it over to Henry.
0: We'll, Smile, we'll make, we'll,
2: we'll make the, the silent scream with our eyes so that you can prepare me. And I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll be like, all right, I know what's happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just, just
2: the eyes of terror. You've gone to dinner parties like this before. There is no way out but through. <laughs> Uh, Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and grind that wax between my molars until one or both of us dies of old age.
0: All right. So you guys are are walking down the street with your carob in hand. The gesture is the important thing. And you've got six addresses for women named BU. Okay, great. Uh, But as you're doing this, um, Charles speaks up. Uh, Excuse me, sir, a couple questions. Uh, do you want your identity to be? Uh, uh, do you want people to be able to contact me through the public directory that they're establishing? On the one uh, hand,
2: more adventure hooks. On the other hand, I don't really see what the other hand does. I'm sure there's some kind of
0: gonna, downfall. do you think we're
1: going to need we're going to need that public with like we're going to need that public access. I feel like so. Uh, go right yeah. ahead, chops
0: All right, you may want to warn your brother that it is. Uh, what is the phrase from your history? An opt out rather than an opt in. Oh, I just, cool. I just wanted to check before uh, presenting you with a call.
1: Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. S- uh, send them through, Charles.
0: Hey, is this is this the owner of the Sprucy Goose? the
1: the, spru- the spruce
0: goose yes this is this is Stanley Burroughs. yeah yeah so you may or may not remember me I'm the gentleman who owns the space where your ship is sitting
1: oh yes 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 I, I am I am currently trying to to, to 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 remedy the situation I will try to get your ship as or try to get my ship off the the property as as quickly as possible and look, I could man, not apologize
0: look yeah okay it's it's been a it's been a hectic couple days look tell you what I'll do. If you want to rent the slip, if you, you want to rent the docking slip, I can rent it to you. And I don't know what anything costs right now. So, uh, I don't know, like two boxes for a month? Uh,
1: what, do you, what do you think, Henry? Two boxes for a month for a nice piece of land for the goose?
2: Well, weren't we going to move the goose uh, onto the inside of Ben's least... ship-shipping ship?
1: I figure at least for a month we can at least, uh, for at least one month's rent, we could at least establish, get in contact with Ben and set all that up. It might take more time than a day. So
2: You're right. In the interim, we should have someplace safe to store it. I don't see a problem. Sure, we can uh, split the cost down the middle.
1: Perfect. Then that is, yeah, then you have a deal.
0: All right. Can I get, can I get one of those today?
1: Yes. Uh, uh, Stanley's going to give his box...
0: All right, so you swing up okay,
2: there. yeah, you can have the, the rest of mine when it's time for, for supper,
0: then. What is the name of your slip landlord? Let me find that. Uh, oh, okay.
2: Let me see if I have it in my notes. I don't think we talked to him. You didn't talk to him,
0: but I don't think I gave him a
2: name. Okay. No,
1: not but, yeah, no, because it, it's just basically, hey, you're on my land. It's like, sorry. An
0: um, awkward moment. Let's it's swing. Saeed.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Awesome. So yeah, Saeed is oh man, he's he has got his blanket in the corner, and you know those screens that people had in the the killing blade. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's gotten he has scavenged himself some screens, so he has a screened off corner. And then the farthest away from that you can get which is like two long strides. He's got one of those uh sealable com- sealable toilet buckets from the right. killing blade. And so he's sitting there. He's still in the same clothes. And yeah, he he looks kind of kind of rumpled and disreputable and he's like, "Ah, thanks. You do it. you're doing me a solid, buddy."
1: Oh, no problem. He starts Always happy to help. All
0: right. Uh, so you go investigate BUs. Uh, and the first BU is a very old Chinese woman who yeah, the the Chinese to English translation is not bad but she's Ma mama and are you going to once you see that it's not the barista you saying anything to her or just like oh hey we're we're cruising BUs but we're cu- we're cruising women named BU but it's not creepy?
1: Well uh i i well I guess we would try to make it as quick as possible, like as soon as we well, we already called her out, so uh hmm we need a decent thing to make it this not creepy ah he- hello, yes, uh. I'm I'm Stanley Burrow and this is my brother Henry of the Burrows and we were ju- we were just letting a uh, select select people know about our silk farm that will be uh, returning to business soon. So if you ever have an interest, look us up. And
0: hastily, uh, huh? all right, and away you go. Yep. <laughs> um, you are on your way to the second, uh, the second one when your uh your ansible chimes up with, uh, I have been given a request for your location that, um, oh, mm, your brother's cell phone has answered it, never mind, uh, you're going to get a visit from a, huh, how to describe them, the closest word in your human language seems to be RoboCop, Oh, sweet. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> All right. Well. And so, this thing that looks like a church bell. Actually, two uh-huh. things that look like a church bell. And one of them is kind of squared away and brushed, and the other has a dent in it and is kind of dingy. And they're each about the size of a human head, and they're flying. And so they fly... With the wide skirt downward and the the pointy end upward, and you know they they sweep in and they project these pictures of your faces and they they are you know and you can see them scanning people, and people are kind of like flinching as the lights crawl over their faces, and you know the one of them's pointing at you as it shows the the spinning. Hologram of your head.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Stanley, uh, Stanley slowly puts his hands up and approaches, uh, approaches the bells.
0: You are burrows. Yes. What is your business with name not found? I, 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 I'm sorry. I...
1: There's no name attached there. Can you can you specify the person?
0: It flashes up a um a hologram and it's the Tumbleweed.
1: Ah, uh, yes. He uh yes, the the being uh showed up at the door asking for something that the previous tenant had made for it and we'd simply given it to them. We had I had we had figured that it was simply a business transaction that had not yet been complete.
0: All right. Um the dented one swings in at you. Uh, let me see here. Um, are you... How ready are you for a physical altercation? I... Or does not it co- very... Okay, so you're completely taken by surprise. We'll just yes. see if it beats a 12. All right. It did not. And so you kind of duck out of the way when it can- becomes, uh, you know apparent to you that this thing was trying to hit you in the head with the edge of its skirt. And then the other one sort of gets in between and shoves it back. And then a recording from some TV show from Earth history pops up saying, I can't control him when he gets like this. You'd better tell him what he wants to know. Awesome. I'm- Good bell, bad bell. And the the bad bell projects... An image of the um the
2: the hubcap. Yes. God damn it! I knew that that's... was going to come back and get us somehow.
1: That's what I. That's what I gave to him. Is there? What is it? A, is it a weapon? Is it something illegal? What What happened?
0: You don't know what this is.
1: No. It was simply. It was simply in the matter. It was simply in the matter transponder that was in our. That was in the building that we had and we were exploring. Where it, and did we you found find
0: it. a matter transponder?
1: Ah, uh, there it is. Um uh, it was simply there when we had when we were looking for a property to to, to claim. It was it was there and You don't it,
0: And the good bell says property where uh Show us. Henry, I'm afraid uh
1: things are about to get a little bit more difficult for our business
2: i agree
1: <laughs> so yeah no like that thing was going to hit me on the head so yeah like we we'll we'll lead, we'll lead them back but slowly just trying to show that we're not a threat so it
0: doesn't just No go. sudden moves got yeah, it no sudden moves are you guys armed are you carrying your uh, turkey blasters Are we allowed to just carry those around
2: stanley is are- it
0: other people are just carrying around guns they brought from Mars. Stanley okay, then I don't see just, any reason we wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, I was going to say Stanley wasn't armed just because it was. It's just because of how quickly they went out that day, but I suppose so. Uh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, so Henry is, Stanley isn't.
1: Yeah, that's a good.
2: I, yeah, I'll say. I'll say that I am. I'm not going to like fire into the middle of the crowd because that's kind of an asshole move. But um, <laughs> if if we get to that point, then. I'm gonna get to roll
0: some dice. Okay. Um, All right. So you take them back home, and you can. You're not. uh, You you don't know the subtleties of robot postures, so you're not sure how they're responding to anything. But when they, okay, I'm I'm actually running out of dice here. Oh wait, oh boy. I I'm just pre I'm doing a, just a couple pre-rolls uh to see what happens um right and they you know when you open the door they kind of look at each other and then they rotate so that their the pointy ends are aiming forward instead of up and one of them says stay here okay oh boy And they fly in through the open door.
1: What are you going to do? Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Dad's in there. Wait, no. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Dang it. You should have called ahead. Ah.
2: Do you want to try to message him right now and be like, hey. Yes.
1: Yeah, just. Some uh, bells are coming in. what the hell are you doing here? Ah, too late.
2: Yeah, okay. And then you
0: hear... A boom. What, what happened? What happened? Can we see? You don't know. No, the door's open. It sounded like maybe a gunshot. Okay. I have... Dad, are you alright? It's like, what are these things doing in here? They're flying all over the... Hey! Leave that alone! That, Bang! That, that,
1: stay! St... Father, are you still there? Get in
0: here! Our home's been that, invaded! No, listen, They're they're, they're the... They're robots! The A.I.s have followed us! They're the police! Um, but you're staying out in the hall? Um, I mean, at this
2: point, I feel like if we go in, things are (laughs) definitely going to escalate to a point where they don't need to be escalated to.
1: I mean, you, I mean, Henry, you could, you're the one who's armed, you could
2: probably step in. Yeah, I'm probably going to go ahead and step in, yeah. What are you guys doing in there?
0: Uh, you hear a clang. Okay, and it's from the basement, and your dad is, you know, lying on the floor clutching his chest. And he's like, "That thing headbutted me." Ah.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and just give him a quick once over see if he's all right because you know you can't just headbutt old men in the chest. This is all right, how you, they hear another, you hear another you hear a sizzling sound and then a meow from downstairs. Okay. All right, so. Um, Can I look him over? Is he okay? He just got sort of knocked down, startled, or what? Um, hold on. I gotta
0: figure out what's going on here. That's obviously my first priority. Okay. Um, he has a big bruise right in the center of his chest. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, boy. So.
1: I didn't get hit by that.
2: Let me figure out what happened here. You know, do I need to roll some dice and put some vapor
0: rub on it, or situation? um, because there's a gunfight going on in your basement, um, mm-hmm. you can hear pewing and clanging. Oh, gee, I wonder who they're firing at. Yeah, because as far as you know, the
2: basement's empty.
1: I can't. believe uh, the, I
2: That can't was believe a joke. I know who they're metal firing at. is alive. At. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm gonna go ahead and go down there and um, see see what Ling Pack is up to now. Um, um, it's not Ling
0: Pack. Oh, I what you so. see is you get down there, your dad is following you. He's got his, you know, his his disposable gun with it's probably 9 shots left. And sure. what you see is sizzling at the bottom of the ramp is the good cop and oh, it has been cracked like an egg. And while you 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 see lasers flash from the bad cop, but uh, and it's at, yes, the molar stuff in the corner. And it has some kind of weapon sticking out of it. And as you watch, it makes that mew sound. And the, the bad cop bell just opens up like a flower and drops. So, what you got to do? I,
2: I knew that fucking slime mold was alive. Nobody listened to me. Nobody thought that I was just, like, drunk or something. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put my gun down because, obviously, uh, we cannot outfight this thing. I'll desperately try to convince Eli of the rationality of my argument, and that'll go swimmingly because he always
0: listens to me. Okay. And the slime mold is trying to shoot the both of you. God damn it. it. Hey, look.
1: Listen, it's a hardened criminal. It doesn't it doesn't care.
2: All right. All right, do you want to come come down here and provide cover fire then, yes, bro? Yes.
1: This is
0: this is when
2: Stan, We'll say you that know. you left your gun like in the basement and you can yeah, know. Like if you, this is going to be know a combat where it is, encounter, you can get it and get down there. Yeah.
0: You're hearing and you're hearing bad stuff. You sounds. keep negatively
2: reinforcing when I try to solve things peaceably, GM. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, let me roll some guns. Well, you know,
0: you've you've um, solved Apo
2: quite peaceably.
0: I, I know. I'm. I'm just kidding around. All right. Okay. Um, so let's see. How much damage does it do to you? Well, okay. You're shooting it, or you were dodging, right? Or trying to talk. I, to I it. would gather that I probably was. Yeah. That makes Actually, sense. you were trying yeah, to yeah. converse with
2: it, but I was desperately trying to converse with it, but uh,
0: that just wasn't in the cards today. Well, you know, no. Make your roll. You could. You could okay, talk. Sure, it into I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. You. You already said that's what you're doing. Your dad's just shooting.
2: Alright, I get a 12.
0: Okay, your dad gets a 14, it gets a 16. Okay. So, it has successfully shot you and your dad. Great. How much damage do I take? Uh, Let me see... Uh... You take... Well, do do you want to take... Do you want to get the hard hit or the mild hit? Are you going to throw yourself in front of your dad?
2: Absolutely, I'm going to throw myself in front of my dad. He definitely got less hit points than I do.
0: Okay, you take six points of injury. Wow, okay. Yeah, whatever it has hurts like hell.
2: Okay, Stanley, I've got two points of health left, so I need some covering fire.
1: Yep, and that's, yeah, so as soon as Stanley heads down there, he's actually just going to straight up just start shooting.
2: Since this slime mold is bound (laughs) to the wall, I think that um, we should probably flee and then just sort of wall off the basement until we can think of something (laughs) better to do. I mean, yeah, it's not like... Well, what? I I just took six damage. I have two hit points left. I'm going to try to outgun this guy. That's that's dumb. Remember that you don't don't die
0: when you run out of hit points.
2: Wait, I don't die when I run out of hit points? You you might die, but
0: that's only... Yes, I pick a a consequence when you run out of hit points. Do I? I don't want that either. <laughs> well, you really don't. You, it honest to god, fun. don't. Oh,
2: no, okay. like like you know, I, I don't want the slime mold to like devour my legs or something. So, I mean, my my proposed course of
0: action is going to remain the same. All right. Well, All right. your dad's still shooting. Uh, of course, and he is. got a good roll. The thing is All right, still now shooting. It's- and it okay. got a good roll. Okay.
1: And Stanley is shooting, and he did not get a good roll.
0: La-la. Eight. Eight. All right. La-la. And uh Henry. Yes. Were you shooting? Oh wait, you didn't roll for I, your. I last might as round. well. That seems to be
2: what what things are doing now. I get a six, so I uh, don't think I get them.
0: Okay. Uh, your dad gets the success. It you know he is aiming at the gun, and so he squeezes mm-hmm. off a shot before it manages to fire. So its shot goes wild, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Get the hell out of here, boys! I'll hold him off." Um,
2: Follow us up, Dad. We we can't. Uh, we don't, we're not going to win this fight.
0: Let's see how much damage his gun does but yeah, probably not. However, it does have one nice thing about it, which is and that, that is. firing physical slugs, it gives the attacker a red penalty. Mm-hmm. So, as you're running the hell out of there. Okay, give me a run the hell out of there roll. All right.
2: All right. Okay, see now I get a now I get a 14. Okay.
1: All right. Oh, boy. Uh, wait, no, never mind. Uh, 14.
0: 14. All right, and your dad got an 11. So he, you know, tears up out of there. So the three of you are up there. You Good. slam the door. You start shoving garbage against it. And yes. uh, at that point, you, uh, you, you see a light up by... Uh, actually, do you guys even have any lights in here? It's just, you guys are are operating by Ansible light. So you see silhouetted against the door, in the doorway is this bell shape, but you know how the Uh other ones were like head sized. This one is like full body sized.
1: Time to get out of the (laughs) way.
0: It swings in and there are like, uh, there's a little squad of six of the little bells behind it.
2: Okay, well, uh, let's warn them of the dangers and the violence inherent in the system. Wait, stop. The thing down there, it's already gotten two of your men. Uh, your bells, know. whatever it is that you are. Evacuate the area,
0: citizen. Alright, well, as it's doing well, that, I the big bell out. turns into attack formation, and you see the front of it? There's like this red circle that's getting brighter and brighter and brighter as it's pointing itself towards the door. You guys getting the hell out of there? Yes. yes. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drag Eli out if I have to. He's like, I kind of
2: want to see this. He's like, but I also kind of want to. absolutely want to see that... this. I mean, like, let's. We'll stay on the top layer and see how it shakes out because, I mean, if the slime mold kills all of these guys, we might have to actually do something.
0: All right. It, you know, the tip of it gets red and it slams through the door. And then you're just seeing flashes from down below and hearing noises, and eventually the big bell comes out. The uh, two of the littler bells are looking kind of shot up. The big bell has some scoring on it. Uh, The two little Uh bells, uh, two of the little bells have gone over the ones that got blown to pieces, like cups Uh stacking and are slowly towing them away. And the big bell says... It's safe now. What was that
2: thing? That slime mold down there? That? That was a file not
0: found. Okay. That's super helpful. Would you it like is, to give a name uh, to it, sir?
1: Oh, boy.
2: I did the last one. Do you want to do this one?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, what, did, what, did, what, did, what did we call it again? It's, it's, it's like mom with teeth kind of like the kind of like the inside of an oyster except grosser, um and more brightly colored
0: uh have you ever seen a photograph of a hippopotamus's mouth i love these oh, of a oh. it's like that <laughs> only ever seen green. their skulls oh it's just it, okay. it's uh, oh, at that crossed with something you'd find growing on the side of a very sick tree
1: all right uh I'd to call it burn mold.
0: Sure, sounds good to me. What's that? Burn mold. Burn uh, mold. Burn mold. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that is two hours of gaming. You guys want to call it there with the bells floating out? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you want to call it? That. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I will talk to you next week. So that was a good session. I'm no, sorry if deal I'm pushing you towards combat too much, but it's oh no, I don't. Universe. Um, it's not a big deal. I was I just sort it. of, yeah. you know, I mean, making you, a joke. You have successfully talked down, talked your way out of, you know, Apo situations pretty well, so... Yeah, made, no, I, you know, I, I don't
2: mean that, like, I never want to do combat. It's just okay. that's sort of what my guy wants to do. He wants to not, like, kill everybody, because things might be aliens.
0: Yeah, well, the the Green Teeth was not going to wake up in a good mood. It It was, in fact, hibernating, and... Yeah, and trafficking in Oops. culturally interdicted uh, objects. so...
1: Okay. So,
0: so it we were in dormancy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Termination Shock is released under Creative Commons non commercial share alike no derivatives license. The music is courtesy of the Muse Open website and is a U.S. military band playing Holst's The Planets, the Jupiter Suite. This has been Termination Shock.